Hello there. This is Stephanie. And this is my podcast called Baby Millennial. And I just want to give a quick shout out to the five listeners that keep coming back every week to listen to me rant, give my hot takes, maybe inform, hear some lo-fi podcast audio with the occasional siren in the background. Oh my gosh. Or my freaking cat coming to... Oh my... What is your problem? Oh my gosh. If you can hear that ruckus, one of my cat's coffee just tried to jump up and attack my hair. Okay. Anyways, now that I've blown your eardrums out, on this week's episode of Baby Millennial, I thought I'd do something a little different. It was something that came to me in a dream. No, I didn't. Um, I, I did think of this when I was potentially a little not sober. Um, I shan't say which, which vice, um, but my idea was I wanted to ask fellow baby millennials like myself what they thought of the dating scene. What's the dating scene like for them? You know, even even in this pandemic or, or just in general, what's the dating scene like for them? So that I, you know, I could I could just get an idea. Like if if the majority of other baby millennials that I know think similarly as I do of, of the dating scene. And I actually got a lot of responses and I was super excited to share them. So the way that I posed the question was, it was on my Instagram for my uh, friends and acquaintances I've accumulated over the years. Um, and I was asking for people who were born between 89 and 96. That's like the, that's kind of like the tail end of, of millennial. So baby millennial, I guess, if if you will. And I asked them what they thought of the dating scene. What, like, to summarize in a word or a phrase, not a phrase, but like a couple words, um, what their ideas of, or not ideas, but what their opinion was of the dating scene as a baby millennial in today's day and age. Well, I guess that makes sense, right? Day and age, because we're baby millennials. Anyways, enough of that. So, um, the reason I wanted to ask this question and kind of field it out to um, other people my age was because, you know, dating is a part of a lot of young people. Not even young people, just like, you know, most I don't even want to say most. Because some people don't date, you know. They're asexual and aromantic and that's just not a part of their thing. But maybe they still date for friends, you know. Like, you're, like, trying to find a friend that you can just have, like, a companion with, with like, no romance or sex. Um, I don't know. I'm not uh, asexual and I'm not aromantic, so I don't know. I cannot speak to that. I'm sorry if you hear my cat. He's, uh, I think he sees a poltergeist and he's, he's trying to save me from it. Thank you, coffee. You're such a good boy. Um, anyway, so I, it, dating is a important part of a lot of people's lives. 
and it can, you know, influence how we feel from day to day. And, um, you know, it's, it's like the one thing, like when you visit family or you're, you know, catching up with old friends, it's so hard not to ask like, oh, are you seeing anyone, you know, or how's your dating life been? Um, and yeah, that's just like a, it's like a crucial part of, of life, I guess, is, is dating, you know, whether that be to find a romantic, long-term romantic partner or whatever dating looks like to you. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to take a heteronormative approach to this. So, um, but yeah, like it is, dating is a part of, you know, most of our lives and it can dictate how we feel from day to day. It can, you know, dictate how we treat ourselves, treat other people, um, treat, uh, the, you know, uh, the gender of a person that we're interested in as a whole, in a way. So I wanted to dive into it, more specifically focusing on what it's like, what the dating scene is like for us baby millennials. So born around the years 1989 to 1996. So let's dive into these responses. Okay. Oh, and I do want to say I have, a, you know, I have friends of all kinds of backgrounds. And this isn't just straight cup, like straight people. Um, you know, this isn't just <laughs> white people. Um, it's, it's, you know, I have a, I have a, I have a diverse group of friends and they all come from different dating backgrounds. So I hope that this can, uh, convey what, what young millennials, baby millennials think of the dating scene. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? Uh, I'm gonna read these responses and I'm gonna do it anonymously. Uh, just, you know, I don't know. I said I was gonna read them anonymously on my Instagram because I don't, yeah. Okay. So again, the question I posed was, how is the date, can you summarize in a word or a couple words what the dating scene is like for you as a young millennial? And these are the responses. (laughs) Thoroughly confusing and highly emotional. (laughs) I think that that's, you know, that's a, that's a good, good summary of of what's happening in the dating scene for young millennials one person says sad boy hours (laughs) i couldn't agree more uh well kind of i don't know there there's some sad boy hours happening uh one person said online shopping and i had asked them to elaborate but then realized what they meant it's just like if you're on a dating app right and you're you're like window shopping but for a like partner potentially like you don't know what they want and maybe you don't even know what you want and you're on this dating site just kind of figuring stuff out it's kind of like shopping you know swiping left or right or liking or commenting I don't know how all of the dating sites work I know that hinge you have to like leave a comment or can you hand out likes I have no idea I know for tinder though you swipe right if you are interested and you swipe left if you're not so I get that uh 
this is a good response right here. Just LOL. Just a good lol. <laughs> In all caps. In all caps, lol. Uh, yes. I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Uh, someone said, I just don't. Smiley face. <laughs> uh someone said uh laugh my ass off um then they said the town where we live uh currently is very hard to date (laughs) and i yes it is really difficult to date where i where i currently live um but i think it was the same when i lived where i went to college for undergrad maybe a little I don't know. Okay, whatever. That's besides besides the question. Uh, someone had to respond to me in two uh, things, two responses, and this was their response. It was complete shit until I pulled my head out of my ass and got back with my husband. Hookup culture is awful when you want a relationship. This brings up a good point, which is nowadays with the... I think with the millennial generation, or at least like the middle to the tail end of the millennial generation, as well as Gen Z, um, hookup culture is definitely a thing, which I don't, there's like pros and cons. The pros are, we're all, you know, comfortable, like exploring ourselves and, and, you know, there's less stigma against, um, you know, like having casual hookups, which is nice. I mean, there's still a stigma against women, um, unfortunately, but you know, that's, that's the world we live in right now and trying to break down the patriarchy maybe one day. Um, but yeah, but there, there also is like a, a pretty yuck, yucky part of hookup culture which is just like miscommunication uh which happens a lot I feel like when you're even younger and you you know I don't know it's different for everyone I could go into my I could personally reflect on that but I'll go through all the answers before I get into any of my own thoughts um or my own like get deeper into my own thoughts okay uh so moving along uh, one person says, currently non-existent, deleted my dating apps, thumbs up. Uh, I, yes, I also, I identify with this right now. I don't have any dating apps and, uh, yeah, it's not existent, non-existent. Uh, okay. One person said, dehumanizing. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it is a little sometimes you know it goes back to the situations you get yourself no I don't want to say you get yourself into but the situations you can find yourself in can sometimes be shite because there's miscommunication and you know heartbreak that results from that someone said inconsistent as fuck I think that that's a good good way to summarize Uh, the dating scene for young millennials it's just like sometimes you you know are are meeting people who can can say what they want and you know that's great and then some people are like really just wild and don't like are just a wild card and you're like I don't even 
what am I supposed to do with you? You know, like what, what do you want? Like you want to just hook up? Like you want to take things like slow? What do you want? It's just inconsistent. I think that that's pretty normal too. Uh, Someone said, uh, someone who was born in 87, so kind of close to the tail end of millennial said, it's not so good out here. (laughs) That's true. Someone said, in all caps, blows, lol. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this person's in a relationship too. Come on. It did suck though. You know, I mean, I think... I think they're talking about dating in general before getting into a relationship. Someone said, fucking god awful, please make it stop. Yes. Um, yeah, I agree. And da, 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 da. okay, we have another long one. Uh someone says, I can write you a whole ass novel. Dating in a major city is draining. Everyone is concerned concerned about bettering themselves, non-committal, casual toxic little reward for the risk fuck i'm not in a major city but i can see how that would be an issue that's frustrating though because i would assume that if you're in a major city like there's there's more people and more variety so you're not constantly running into the same kind of you know the same kind of people or at least that they don't have all of these you know like casual or I guess like toxic traits not that cat excuse me not that being casual in dating is toxic it's not but yeah that's frustrating okay another one uh another another listener says terrible but I'll keep you updated because all I want to do is date in NYC and have story times and I replied to this person and was like please let me know I want to live vicariously through your NYC life thank you someone else said non-existent uh someone said toxic fun exhausting I think that that's a good that's a good summary too like you're getting you're getting like there's there's parts that are fun for sure because you know you're you're meeting new people you're experiencing things like new things with new people and it's you know that's fun but then like the uncertainty about a relationship or like you know getting hurt feelings that can get mixed up into it too so I can see how it's exhausting someone said fucking terrible (laughs) someone said like writing a proposal for a project slash grant, but Chef Ramsay is on the review board. You know, when I first saw this, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. But now I'm like, I kind of would want Chef Ramsay on the review board. At least I know he has my best interests in mind and he want, he knows that I can do my best. And if I'm slacking off and picking picking people or settling for people he's gonna let me know he's gonna be like you're an idiot sandwich that's not a good that's not a good chef ramsey voice um but yeah i you know what i think that i would want chef ramsey to to call me out on my on my shit when it comes to dating so uh, someone says disconnected and the whoever cares less wins vibe. Also vibes dot 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 question mark. <laughs> <laughs> 
but that that is a huge thing and i i played the whoever cares less wins game before and let me tell you in a heterosexual couple the guy always wins because in my experience they are not really thinking about this whoever cares less wins idea and so when you're just not replying back to them for you know like they didn't reply to you for like three hours so now you're like even though you saw their text and you're like i want to reply right now you're like but i'm not going to because um he took three hours to reply back and i'm gonna give him a taste of his own medicine and it's like that shit does not work unfortunately you know being passive aggressive doesn't get you anywhere especially in a romantic relationship so um yeah that game that the whoever cares less wins that sucks and i can i can now set aside my pride and be like hey i need to <laughs> i don't really appreciate how like we're much we're not communicating and you know if that makes me look silly or, or pathetic then i don't want to be with someone who thinks that that of me when i ask for more communication and neither should you so don't play the whoever cares less wins game because at the end of the day it is in your best interest to look out for yourself and look out for your own happiness and if someone can't someone that you're involving yourself with can't reciprocate the attention you're putting out there um and also won't won't like work with you then that's not worth your time and that's yucky don't do that you deserve to be happy life is short and uh you know yeah it's short you gotta be happy okay all right uh thoroughly confusing and highly emotional oh yeah we already read that one okay 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 (laughs) all right more okay i have more so someone else says uh dating apps like just saying like dating nowadays is used through dating apps especially during the pandemic like you're not going out there and meeting people and if you are you're not following the cdc guidelines for sars cov 2 and i'm very disappointed in you so please be considerate uh as we try to tackle this virus get people vaccinated i would really like to have hot girl summer 2021 and if that is taken away from me i don't know what i'll do so please stop going out to bars and uh meeting people in a pandemic okay just use a dating app and then take precaution that way you know get a covid test if you can or just have zoom dates it's all the rage um or just don't you know just don't date (laughs) i don't know uh but yes so they also say men who are emotionally unavailable not upfront, or a combo of both and this comes from uh uh someone who is a male so it's not just you know heterosexual couples like it's just men in general (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm not gonna shit on men at least not too much uh 
yeah, that is a bummer, though. Just not being upfront with what you want. And, like, some people can't take the honesty of, like, hey, I just want to, you know, I'm not really looking for anything serious. I just want to hook up. And, uh, but I think that that's important. And if that turns people away from you, then you know that, okay, that's fine. Like, I want to hook up with people. They, they are interested in something more serious. Like, it wouldn't be a good mix. I think we would get, like, someone's feelings would get hurt and it wouldn't be a good idea. So, like, let's just be acquaintances because if, you know, we go down this road, we're going to be wanting different things and someone's going to get hurt and then there's going to be some bad blood and that's never fun. So, yeah, sucks when people aren't upfront about that. Uh, Someone said, went from a psycho kidnapper to stable scene kid. You know, love to see it. (laughs) It's a happy ending, right? Stable scene kid. Uh, Oh, shit. Where'd I go? Okay. An endless cycle of deleting and downloading apps and dating apps. Excuse me. And that is very true. Um, I currently have all my apps deleted, but in the past I have gone through that cycle of deleting and and re-downloading. It's fun until it isn't. (laughs) That's what someone says. I think that that's a good, that's a good uh, uh, summary of, of, uh, the dating scene for young millennials it's like it is fun until someone gets hurt (laughs) uh someone said most people don't take covid seriously enough and i think they're referring to just dating in general right now which is very fair i think that people young people including uh young millennials and you know i know that young people we just ruin everything i i can't even say we we because i don't feel like I'm like of the young people group, but millennials are always shit on no matter what, even though we're we're approaching our like, like the elder millennials are like in their mid 30, mid to late 30s. So it's like, how are we still the young, you know, young people? Cause I don't know. What is young? What is, what is age? I don't know. Uh, absolute dumpster fire disaster. Oh no, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, someone said apps bored me and I ended up only for real dating people I met in real, in real life anyways. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Apps are weird to navigate. And I just like, unless I, with dating apps, unless I like kind of know the person, like, let me get into it real quick. I really have only used dating apps to see if people I know are on there because it's like a less confrontational or less intense way to to swipe, you know, to be like, oh, we're interested in each other. Like, I kind of know you and we're interested in each other. Cool. And then, like, it makes it that much easier to start a conversation because usually someone's like, oh, where do I know you from? And yeah, I mean, it's... And it's more comfortable because you're not, like, going out with a complete stranger. I went out with a complete stranger only once from a dating app. And I might have... I could have gotten murdered, I think. Like, I think that this person potentially had the ability to... You know, I think they had something going on and maybe could have murdered me. I saw them... 
a couple times and I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't really feeling it anyways. And I was looking back on it now, like I'm like, I could have, I don't know, who knows what could have happened. Anyways, um, someone gave me a really long response. So I have to go into my DMs because uh, they wrote it all down there. And this is the last one, I think. Okay. All right. Are you guys ready? So they said, I think that there are three phenomen, phenomena, phenomena, is it phenomenon or phenomena when it's plural? Anyways, phenomena. Uh, one, as we get older, we get more defined and selective of partners. All well, quality people are pairing up for life. These are dropping the number of quality possibilities. With the internet, instant, oh, number two, with the internet, instant gratification and generalized attention deficit, we are moving towards a mere hookup scene. Dating is for Christians and boomers. What's hot now is a fling and we're treating people like fast food. It's like finding and making a new best friend every week. Number three, people are so starved for genuine attention, affection, and trust that those qualities kill in this modern scene. Literally, to be a quality partner, you simply have to not suck. The bar is low. And I think that there are some important points brought up here and some stuff that's kind of, uh, you know, that's, it's their opinion. Uh, I don't think that, that dating is just for Christians and boomers, uh, I think the dating can be for, you know, everyone. It's, I definitely think that with younger people, the hookup scene is, is popular. Um, but people don't stay in that forever. And if they do, then that's their, that's their jam. And, you know, more power to them as long as they're not hurting anybody, you know. Um, but I do agree a lot with uh, how the bar is low. Just to, like... You know, I like wrote down a while ago what I would look for in a partner. And at the top of the list is like communication and uh, okay with like me, you know, is okay with me as a person. In the past, I feel like I've had a lot of people project this idea of me. And I've also in the past kind of tried to fit that projection that romantic partners have placed on me because I, you know, want to keep them around and it's can be sad and scary sometimes being alone and, uh, you know, uh, coming from a background where I didn't have maybe as much um, attention as I, as I craved as a child um, or maybe as much nurturing, I guess. Um, romantic relationships have in the past been something that I, I, I desperately cling on to. And so the bare minimum was what I accepted. And I kind of just, you know, I just tucked away all the things that I was not okay with in my past relationships. Um, so I think that there are good points brought up there. So I think that those were all of the responses. And generally when we look at all of the responses, it's kind of got a negative connotation behind it. But if you think about it, uh, like, were you expecting from the answer from that question, what is the dating scene like, to be positive? Because when we think about the dating scene, like, regardless of, of what generation you come from, um, I mean, 
it's more prevalent now because dating is an actual thing. I think back back in like the 40s and 50s, there was courting and, you know, you didn't get to be as, as you know, casual or or do, you know, hookup culture because that was just not really a thing in society. Um, or you had to be really sneaky about it. Whereas now it's, you know, out in the open and people are proud about it, which is great. Um, I think it's important to feel comfortable expressing your sexuality and, and, you know, doing what feels good to you. But um, I think that, yeah, across most generations and dating, the dating scene for everyone, all the generations, like at this time, so 2021 or whatever, what have you, it's not a pleasant thing. You know, young people aren't, you know, young people and millennials aren't the only people that are using dating apps. Um, there's, you know, boomers using dating apps and it's, it's, uh, it's a situation for everyone, not just young people. And I think that it's not a very fun thing because a lot of, uh, I don't want to make a bunch of generalizations, but people who are seeking a life partner, um, dating can be really, uh, shitty. Like it's just constantly meeting people telling the same stuff about yourself, you know, maybe trying to be vulnerable. And then that's hard for a lot of people to be vulnerable and then have something crash and burn or just not work out. And you're like, oh, I invested this time in this situation and it didn't work out. Like, I'm so tired. So I think that that's something that's felt by a lot of people, not just young people, when it comes to the dating scene. So I wasn't expecting the answers to be very positive, like, I love it, you know? Um, or, you know, maybe maybe the people, the only people who responded were people who had something to say because they're frustrated. Like, maybe there were people who are like, oh, I like the dating scene, but they're not, you know, they didn't feel the need to respond to the question, which is fine. I think that's something important to think about, like outliers, um, you know, there, there are people that like the dating scene. You know, they like what's going on. That's great. More power to you. I'm glad it's working out. Um, my own opinion currently on the dating scene and what it's been like for me, um, I am nearing my 30s and um, I'm in a uh, graduate program and I, you know, I've had long-term boyfriends and I had a really serious relationship that I had ended before I came to grad school. And, you know, I've been dating around since, since then, since starting grad school and you know, I've had small relationships in between, like three to, it's like, you know, like a three month or four month kind of relationship was, which is essentially enough time, I feel like, to realize, like, if you're seriously, like, dating a person and doing monogamy, like, three or four months is kind of like a, at least for me, like, a point where I'm like, is this gonna, do I want to stay in this? Am I really into this, you know, person? Um, and, you know, that's, oh, excuse me, and a burp, dinner burps, uh, a common occurrence on this podcast. Yeah, like, 
uh, in the past, I mean, I'll, I've had these like mini relationships and, um, it's, it's not fun for either party, but I've learned a lot about myself and how to advocate for myself and communicate what, what I need and also just kind of be my complete self. Like I said before, um, people have often, uh, men that I've dated have, have projected this idea of me onto me and I think that they fall in love with that and then I upset them when I don't fit that mold that they've put me into you know or maybe I'm 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 like fitting into the mold for the beginning of our relationship and then after the like one or two year mark I'm like oh yeah like this is who I am and I can't hide it anymore so I'm sorry and that has, you know, that has led to a lot of issues and, you know, it's it's been a learning experience and I'm really happy, you know, being on my own right now and not stuck in something that's that's not, you know, real or authentic where I can't be my real self. It's hard because you want to find something and, and make things work and... When you're in your 20s, at least for me and my friends, um, and like, you know, what I see around the interwebs, you kind of have like this, this like ticking clock and you're like, okay, I, you know, if you did college and you graduated, you're like, okay, people are getting married now, like, and getting careers, like, that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Um, and in the past, like, in past generations, people kind of fought, like, more people followed that pattern. You know, you, you go to college, you um, get a degree, you get a job, and you get married, you have kids, and then you get a divorce 20 years after your marriage when your kids are older. <laughs> uh, I think I read something, and I need to look at the reference for the actual statistics, but if you get most, I think it was 90% of couples who get married before they are thir- the age of 30 end up in divorce. Um, which, scary if true. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a product of divorced parents who've both remarried and are happy with their partners and everyone gets along now. Um, my parents divorced when I was 10 and it's made me completely uh skeptical of of marriage um i'm someone who who likes monogamy and that's just kind of that's my dating style and i do want a long-term romantic partner and i want you know to make that work but i'm also not naive to know that slapping a title of you know mr and mrs whatever and having, you know, being married doesn't mean that everything's going to be great. <laughs> you know, it's it's still a lot of work and you, you know, you really need to ask yourself, um, am I happy, like, being with this person? We're getting real deep into this. You thought this was just the dating scene. I'm getting into, into real relationship shit. Um, no, but... It's the dating scene 
has made a lot of people in their when they're in their 20s feel like there's a ticking clock and they and they have to meet all these marks before they reach 30 you know I need to be married by 30 I need this to happen I need to you know I I don't want to have kids in my 30s I want to have kids now um and that can put a lot of pressure on people and that that ultimately makes them settle for things that maybe aren't the healthiest for them. you know relationships or partners that aren't the healthiest for them Um, I'm not saying everyone who gets married before 30 is going to end up in divorce. So for my married friends um, and acquaintances, like, I'm not trying to throw any shade at all. Like, you know, it's just, it's just speaking in general terms. Okay. Um, I think everyone's on a different path and, and that's okay. But to address the people who responded to my question on my Instagram, uh, who, you know, were not feeling great about the dating scene. I agree. Like, there are parts of dating. It's exhausting. And I'm at the point now where I did a little bit of, did a little bit of dating, like dating that was actually like, how do I say this? Dating where I actually took a hold of the reins of my life. (laughs) I advocated for myself, I communicated for myself, and for, you know, I considered uh, my own feelings and their feelings and, uh, you know, just, just went with what felt, what felt good and, you know, when things don't feel good, you talk about it and then you go from there. Um, I dated a couple people and it was, you know, I had a, I had a great time and I, uh, made really good connections, but at the end of the day, we want different things. And so just friends. And I think that's great. And I think that if people communicated what they wanted up front a little bit better, um, that would save a lot of heartache for a lot of people. I'm currently in a spot right now where I've had those recent dating experiences um, well, I guess not super recent, but I haven't been dating anyone. So I guess recent as in dating, like as dating history goes. I have those dating instances and I was like, okay, like it didn't, it didn't progress into anything, but I had a good time. I made a friend, um, you know, I made friends and cool. Like, all right, whatever. Like, we'll just do our own thing. And I'm at this point now where I'm kind of like, I don't really want to be on dating apps. So I don't have them. I don't have any of them. Um, and I'm, we're in a pandemic still, so I'm not really meeting people. And I just have a lot of work as a graduate student and a lot of fun projects that I've kind of just picked up during this pandemic um, that I just kind of like doing more than thinking about my romantic life. And that's fine for me right now. Um, I, I feel, you know, I'm chilling. Would it be nice to have, um, a sexy time? A little frickle frackle? Sure. Yeah. But I realized, uh, that I'm someone who gets too much in their feels when they hook up with someone. And then I mistake those chemicals, oxytocin, um, as more of a connection than it really is. And I'm like, wait, but like, I think I like them. And it's like, no, you don't. Like, 
you had sex with them. Your body released some oxytocin. You're forming a connection with someone who, like, you shouldn't probably date. Um, and I've gotten better at noticing that so I don't waste my time and I don't waste the other person's time. Also, I've been speaking a lot about monogamy because that's all I know. I do have friends that are polyamorous and, uh, you know, that's like great. And I think that dating is hopefully, you know, hopefully people are more communicative when you're in, you know, a polyamorous relationship. Oh, oh no. I hear the animals inside my walls. Sorry. This is like a weird... <laughs> weird occurrence so I am in my sunroom right now and I kind of like live in an old house and my cat right now is like looking up at the ceiling and we heard a little bit of noise um I think that there's either oh my gosh is it gonna go outside it's either it's either a mouse rat or like squirrel or raccoon uh please don't come inside here Oh no. Oh no, where is it? Ah. <gasps> so scary. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I'll stop being distracted. Copy, get down from there. You're not going to you're not going to fight this animal. Um, sorry about that. Wow. I just I haven't heard it this close to like close to me cuz I'll be in bed this past week. I've been in bed and I hear noises at night and I'm like is it ghosts? Uh, but no, it's an animal. <laughs> and it's just walking above my head right now. So that's cool. Um, shit, where was I at? Oh, yeah. I have friends that are, you know, uh, into polyamorous relationships. And that's that's their kind of style of dating. Um, and that's great. And that works for them. Or maybe you, you know don't necessarily want like a life partner. Um, I've talked about this with one of my roommates. Um, and she was like, honestly, I, I'm just considering at this point, like having a house with close friends and just kind of like living, you know, with them and like having a small community together. And this is something I've definitely thought about, um, with my past roommates who I lived with, um, when I was finishing my master's and, and undergrad, they were, they're a couple, and we kind of just, uh, it wasn't like a thruple kind of thing. It's like a non-sexual thing. It's just like, I want to live with my friends that are a couple and <laughs> and just go to brunch with them every Sunday because, uh, you know, it was, it, it's a good time. I was happy doing that. And I like living with friends. Um, you know, there's less stress when you're, when there's no romance involved. So you know, it's just, it just different. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of what the dating scene has been like for me. And I'm chilling, you know. I'm finally just kind of vibing with myself and my cat and whatever animal lives in my fucking sunroom ceiling. <laughs> it's just running back and forth. It kind of sounds big. If it's a raccoon, I'm going to be so sad. I also have a balcony, and I like to go sit out there and, um... Hmm, how do I put this in a way that's... Mm, 
I like to, uh, oh gosh, how do I phrase this? I like to, uh, do a little, uh, you know, a little partaking of some green stuff on my balcony. And <laughs> I've seen raccoons in our backyard. We have a, we have an orange tree and when the fruit drops to the ground, they just like scavenge. And one night when I was super, uh, super indulging myself in the green stuff, I looked down and saw two eyes staring at me. I flashed my light and it was a raccoon. I was like, hey, get out of here. And it was like, bitch, no, what? You're up there. I'm going to do my own thing down here. And, and anyways, I'm scared though, that they can climb up to the balcony and harass me. Raccoons are scary. Have you seen their fingers? They could drown animals. They would lead like orchard dogs into like water and they would raccoon would sit in the water and like entice the dog to come get it and once the dog's in the like kind of in the water the raccoons with their scary freaky hands grab a hold of the dog's face and push it underwater and keep it there as long as they can and drown them it's happened before it's scary they're so smart that's in that's insane anyways I really hope it's not a raccoon because I actually am about to go onto my balcony and indulge myself in some green stuff. It's been a very long week. Um, I'm, you know, I'm nearing uh, the time where I have to do a qualifying exam in the spring and I have uh, an experiment that's finishing up and I have a lot of prep that I did this week and a lot of other analyses that I did this week. And it's been like a leave lab at like seven every day, which doesn't seem that bad. But in January, when it's dark by like 530, it sucks. Like it sucks. It's scary to go to my car at night by myself because like no one's on campus. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this this episode on my hot take, but also my, you know, friends and acquaintances' opinions on what the dating scene is like for young millennials. I also hope you enjoyed the random, uh, you know, my random, my usual random shenanigans, uh, and Coffee's shenanigans. Coffee, my cat, who is on my desk right now looking at me like, mother, there is a creature and I will save both of us. I will I'll be your hero mother. Um but he's he's probably the size of the animal if not smaller so it's probably not a good idea. Uh I hope you enjoyed my uh terror and excitement at the random animal that is in my walls right now. <laughs> Please pray for me that it is not a raccoon that's going to chill on my fucking balcony or a mouse or rat that's going to come into my room and shit all over the place. Because that would suck too. I'm hoping it's just a little squirrel that's lost. It's like, I've lost my way and it's so cold outside and it's been raining. I don't know why I'm a British woman in your, in your life as a squirrel in America, but here I am. Okay, anyways, I need to... Clearly, I've been working way too, too long and late this week because I'm getting delusional. All right, well, wish me luck with the creature that lives in my sunroom ceiling. And uh, best of luck 
to it. All of you, not just, you know, millennials, your young millennials, baby millennials, if you will, um, that are out there dating. Please be safe uh, amid, among, amid, amongst, uh, currently with COVID stuff. That, yeah, just be careful dating in the COVID times. And um, best of luck. You know, stay true to you, do whatever you gotta do, but listen to yourself. And, you know, uh, if you're, if you're having a hard time with dating and feeling like nothing's going your way, I think it's a good time to take a step back, take a little step back and, uh, not to be cliche, but like work on yourself. And, and that doesn't mean like, okay, like I'm going to go to the gym every day. Cause one, you can't do that right now cause gyms are closed. But you know what I mean, like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna up my fitness camera. I'm gonna do this, like, I think work on yourself just literally means, like, be kind to yourself, you know? Just, just, like, do things for yourself sometimes. Treat yourself. I think there, uh, there's a good, good idea floating around lately of, like, dating one's self, and I think that that's a really cool idea, you know? Um... It's essentially just, like, doing all the things that you would expect a partner to do, um, or what you would hope a partner would do for you, and doing it for yourself. Um, you know, and get, you can get creative with it. Like, I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, I can't have sex with myself. And it's like, yes, you can! It's this thing called masturbation. Um, <laughs> and for, uh, straight women, that's the only way that they can reach climax. So, there you go, ladies! <laughs> keep on keeping on with your bad selves <laughs> this is also a little hint that I'm sorry all my past suitors you've never made me climax sucks to suck if you if I said that I you did I, you didn't okay I just felt bad alright sorry I just want to make people happy okay now I'm honest so but back then when I was you know beginning to be sexually active I lied I lied I'm sorry uh <laughs> but now I'm honest so yeah okay anyways that's TMI I'm sorry mom and dad and my stepdad and stepmom and anyone else okay uh you know have a great great evening day whenever you're listening to this uh I'm gonna go partake in some green stuff on my balcony and pray that a animal doesn't come and attack me all right with that i bid you adieu cheers